Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Welcome. Hello. Um, Welcome to episode 76 of Navigating the Modern World. Uh, It's been a few weeks. I went out of town. And honestly, I've just been in a more reflective state and putting less stuff out and processing and I'm so excited to be back because it's time for me to kind of come out of that reflective state and share with you what I'm getting and today I want to talk about creating change and I want to say that I have myself been kind of this sucker for change Like change is a very hot word. It's kind of, um, in my opinion, overly used in our society. Like, like life will get better when we change. And I have been having these deep realizations that actually we don't change. And I want to really ask that as you listen to this podcast that you listen with a really open mind you listen as if you've never heard this before and some of you may have heard this before and others of you may not have heard this before and if you haven't heard it before that you really listen as if hmm like a curiosity of like hmm not as if it's absolute truth but as if like you're really going to get curious about looking at this in your own life So the reason I'm not sure that change works or chasing change works is because the premise of change, like the real premise, the real underlying of change is that there's something wrong with you. And since there's something wrong with you, something needs to change. And it may not be necessarily even just you. So there may, like sometimes, you know, you might want to change things about you, like your weight or um, being more present with another human being or learning to be more giving or, um, you know, maybe you lie or whatever. And then there's like this whole epidemic of like needing to change your life, like needing to change your career, needing to change your partnership, your boyfriend, um, needing to change your family, like needing to change how your family is or what they do. Um, You know, there's like the whole, there's this whole epidemic happening on change. And you can look anywhere. Like if you get on Instagram or if you get on social media, you see that everyone's like promoting, this is how you can change your life. And, And I really see the underlying like desire for that is that people just want to live their best lives like I really can see that and I want to change the paradigm with which people are chasing change 
Because right now I really see that people are wanting change because they believe something is wrong with them. They believe something is not only wrong with them, but something is wrong with their life. And I want to really, really challenge that by stating that there's actually nothing wrong. That things just are how they are. So let's say that you're unhappy with your body. I know, you know, tons of people hire me for this. And if you're unhappy with your body, that means that you believe that there's something wrong, that something should be another way. And when we operate from change in that place, we actually are operating from this like negative, from this like really negative space of something's wrong, I need to change myself. And what it sets you up for is actually failure. Or what I have seen, not everyone, some people can really, really um, process well going from this like negative place of like there's something wrong with me and then they like are like motivated by that but that's not actually the majority of people very few people that I meet in my life coaching career really are inspired by thinking that there's something wrong with them and I want to operate that actually what the reality is like the idea of something's wrong is a storyline like it's like a storyline that we loop and we play and I want to say that most of it is offered by your past so maybe you have um maybe you have a mother who always worried about her weight or maybe you grew up in the society that they valued being skinny or they valued um, dieting all the time or they they put who you are, your worth and your value on these kind of superficial things. And so now you're an adult and you think something's wrong with you. You think like your body doesn't look like what the ads show. You're like your body doesn't look like what your mother thinks your body should look like, right? And so then you kind of like are in this something's wrong with me, I need to change. And I want the the power and the awareness really comes when you can begin to see that those things aren't actually you, that they're just this storyline that comes from, you know, your familial patterns, from society, from um, maybe someone when you were 12 told you you were chubby, right? Like that they really come from your past and that the access for actual like shifting of patterns or shifting of habits and behavior don't come from um, feeling really, really awful about yourself and believing something's wrong with you and then trying to like force yourself to do things differently from that mindset. That's called like willpower and I, I don't really think willpower works. Um, But what I do think works, and we're going to get to that, is by understanding, one, the mechanism with which you're operating. So your your body is actually, it it is just a machine. And it operates in really specific ways. Um, the mind's job, which you've heard me say this in so many episodes, but the mind's job is actually to keep you safe. And the mind's job is to keep you in homeostasis. And the only um, thing that the mind has 
as like a reference point to keep you in homeostasis is actually your past and your experiences of the past. So if you've been like a yo-yo dieter or if you've dated certain types of people or if you've like kind of stayed in the same career path or you um, are having the same struggles in different career paths but you notice the struggles the same, it's all because your body and your mind is just trying to keep you in homeostasis right? And the only reference point it has is everything that's happened to you in the past. So to stay on the body stuff, if you, if you have all these past reoccurrences of that your body isn't good enough and, you know, society tells you, your parents tell you, um, some kid when you were 12 told you, then that's the past reference. And that, that's what keeps coming up is everything in the past, because that's the brain's job. The brain's job is to keep you safe. And its job is to go through your past Go through all the files that it has saved of your past and access the files that are called body image or, um, you know, worth coming from your body. And it accesses them all to show you, like, everything you know about your body and your worth and how they're connected and how society has told you so, right? And then it comes up in the, in the, in the present moment when you begin to think about your body and then you go through this whole like I need to change oh I'm you know I haven't stuck with this diet like it's just like this repeated pattern and I want you to really look because what you're struggling with right now you didn't just struggle with it right now like I want you to look take a moment I'm gonna be silent just for like a few seconds and I want you to think like have I struggled with this before and I want you to like think about okay when was the last time I struggled with this and I want you to think of an exact example and be specific don't let this be vague be specific find an example from your past where the same thing came up before And if you, if that wasn't enough time to access one, maybe pause to really think about it and access it. You know, I've spent a lot of years studying the brain and this is the brain's job. But what happens is, is we don't realize the mechanism. We don't realize what our body and brain are doing. And we just believe like everything that comes up in it. So we believe the thoughts that arise. We believe if we have a body sensation, we believe that like, oh, this body sensation is real. Like, like I really am unworthy. And I want to just share a quick story. Like this morning I got up and some of the very first thoughts I had were negative like they were like talking about like how I'm not far enough in my career and you know just all this stuff and in my past I used to let that kind of control me it would kind of like seep into my day where I kind of started the day like feeling down about myself or about my career about my life and um, really feeling like I have to work hard to get happy or work hard to have a balanced mind state for that day. And then, but what I've been noticing is that if I can just label it as the mechanism, like I wake up and I have thoughts, that is actually the brain's job. The brain's job is just to produce thoughts. There's, and it's producing thoughts for your safety, right? So today I have a heavy client load. And so like, first thing I do is I wake up and I start talking about work or thinking I'm talking about work and these thoughts of fear arise and that's my brain's job. But when I believe that, 
when I really believe like I'm not far enough along and I believe the thoughts that I'm having as if they're like real instead of just like believing I'm having a thought because the reality in that moment was is I was like laying in bed, right? I was like in one of the most peaceful places in my life and I'm having thoughts and then I believe that I'm not far enough along and it sends me down this rabbit hole and I'm not present anymore that I'm just lying in bed enjoying my morning. I actually believe I'm not far enough and then I go try to find how I can fix it. When we believe something is wrong, we try to fix it. That's where change is originated. When we aren't aware of what our body is actually just doing as a mechanism, as a machine. And when we can get really directly related to just what our body is as a machine, as a body, right? You eat. It's the same. If you think about like you eat something, it goes down into your stomach. Your stomach produces acids to break down that food. Um, Nutrients are spread out. Um, Like the process, like your body is actually a machine and your brain is no different. And the thing people get really mixed up about is they believe the thoughts. And then when we have thoughts, our body produces sensations that are like in some way attached to those thoughts. So if you have a fearful thought, you then experience sensations that also bring up fear, right? Or like resemble fear. What we've been taught when you're in fear, this is what your body feels like or anxiety or whatever it brings up, the thoughts that you're having. And I want to just suggest that those are just natural parts of the human mechanism, of the human machine, and that there is nothing nothing, nothing wrong with those things. Your mind, your brain until the day you die will produce thoughts. Your body until the day you die will produce body sensations attached to your thoughts. You know, when you get excited, your body does the same thing. You um, produce serotonin and you feel this like euphoria and you feel excited and maybe you move more, right? When you're feeling tired, your body reacts, you get lethargic, you feel it in your bones, you don't want to move much. Like that is the mechanism that we live in. And there's nothing wrong with that mechanism. That mechanism is very useful for us. We know when to go to bed. We don't stay up for like days on days on days end, right? Like our body's signals for us are really helpful. The only issue is, is when you believe all of the the thoughts and the body sensations that keep you from producing the results you want in your life, that keep you from living the life you want to live, when you believe those thoughts that keep you from that, that's where there's like a misalignment between, you know, where you are in your life and where you want to be in your life. And I don't think that this... Uh, this gap is actually change. I think it's becoming aware, deeply aware of your body and how it works. And it's, it's, you know, what your body's supposed to be doing, right? Like it's job, it's natural job. If you um, saw someone at the restaurant you were eating at, if you saw a waiter putting forks on the table, you wouldn't be like, that's a weird thing for them to do. This is the same with your brain. Like your brain produces thoughts. It's not a weird thing for it to do. It's the thing it's supposed to do. And 
then there's like this gap, right? We feel like there's this gap. And I want to suggest there's actually not a gap. When you begin to really, really recognize your body's job, your brain's job to produce thoughts, your body's job to produce body sensations, when you begin to really, really see the truth in all that, you then get to really ask yourself, okay, what do I want? Like, really, what do I want? And then you can begin creating like an action plan because action is where you're going to actually get different results. When you take different actions, you'll get different results. When you take different actions, you'll get different results. I'm going to say this again. When you take different actions, you get different results. And actually, if you take a different action today, you get that gap fills in right in that moment that you take a different action. Right in that moment. Like, there isn't change. There's taking different action. And some of the actions, the new actions that we could take feel risky. I want to I wanna like really get to this. They feel risky and they feel uncomfortable and it feels resistant because it's different than homeostasis. Resistance is not a bad thing. I have lived my life as if resistance is in some way like not a positive thing like I've interacted with resistance in like it hinders me right like it's something I've got to overcome and what I'm really clear about right now is that resistance is actually completely natural when you're trying new things because think about it if our brain's job is for survival to keep you safe to keep you in homeostasis any anything outside of that is going to feel really different and threatening to the mind to the body to the mechanism and we're gonna feel resistance toward it and so i i wrote down some and that's like the riskiness right that feels risky like if i do that like i'm gonna have to like go through resistance and it's gonna feel hard and like all this stuff and i want to just i made up some questions just a few questions about actions that might feel risky that might really feel risky so that you can in each moment that you take that action step that you actually produce the new result that you're looking for and the first question is is for you to think about for a moment like maybe a risky action step like really risking yourself so resistance is kind of or something you feel uncomfortable with is kind of the baseline of risk is like you probably don't feel like super comfortable taking this action right it might feel a little uncomfortable or it might feel risky so the questions the two questions i came up with is number one are you actually willing like really willing to see this action or this risk through like are you just willing are you willing to take the action and see it fully through the second one is Is what the possible outcomes are, if I take this risk, is it worth it? So I'm going to ask that again. Are the outcomes that 
could come from taking this risky action? Are they worth it? Like really asking yourself, like, am I operating out of fear of I'm not good enough? Or can I really see that if I take a different action step toward what I want, or that's aligned with what I really want, is the potential outcome worth it? Like really asking yourself and not asking yourself once every six months, but like really putting these questions like on your mirror or putting these questions in your phone, like, am I willing to continue to see this action, see this risk through? Like, does this feel worthy of my life? And are the possible outcomes of me taking this risky action, are they worth it? Like, is what I could get out of it worth it? And you ask yourself every day, and I talk about AA a lot. And, you know, something that AA is so powerfully known for is this like recommitting every day. Like really recommitting every day and asking yourself, like, if it is weight loss, like every time you go to the gym, like, am I willing to like actually go to the gym and do my workout and leave, like see the action through? And is the outcome of me taking that action worth it? And being in reality of what you want versus operating from this place of I'm not good enough. Can you see if you're operating from a place of oh, I suck, I'm not good enough, I'm fat, I oh my body, that like no wonder you don't want to go to the gym? Or if you're operating in your relationship, like I want to like, you know, like you like what you desire is a thriving relationship, but what you how you're operating in that relationship is like there's something wrong. Ugh, like, this is hard work. I can't believe I have to work hard. And like, ugh, like, I don't want to have this conversation again. Can you see how like operating under that, there's nothing like, of course, you don't want to work through that relationship. But if you can get that those are just thoughts and you really see what you're committed to, like what you want for yourself. So if you want a thriving relationship, then maybe, you know, the action step is you make time once a week to spend with your partner. Or um, if you know your partner's love language is touch, then you practice touching them more. Or if you, um, if you want to have sex more, that you actually put it in your schedule to have sex more, right? Like, and then you ask yourself, like, is this risky action step Like, am I willing to see it through? Am I willing to once a week put time in my calendar to hang with my partner? Or am I willing to put time three times a week to make, make it to the gym? Or, um, am I willing to put time in my calendar? This one's for myself every week to be working on my book. And am I, am I going to see that through? Is that worthy of seeing through? And is the possible outcome worth it? And you just like, and then, and then the the sweet spot, listen, this is the sweet spot. So listen, this is it. You must follow through. You must actually take the action step. A Course in Miracles says that 
revelations stay revelation so revelation is like having some sort of new understanding in your mind revelation stays revelation until there's action it's just a revelation it just lives in the mind cycling circulating in the mind until you take a step forward and try a new action step and the second you try a new action step you actually are getting what you want i don't know about you but um you know i've I've definitely been on health kicks before. And one day when I eat well and I exercise, I actually already gain the confidence. Like in that day, like what I put on, I'm like, ooh, this looks good. And like, I feel good. And it's that day. There is actually no future date. It is now. There is no future date. It is now. There, there is no change in some future. There's a different action step now or there's not. And that's it. The change that you're desiring is available right now by simply taking an action step that's aligned to what you want. And the action step that you're looking for is probably a risky one because it probably feels resistant. It probably feels uncomfortable. And I want to offer that you start taking risks in your life. Risk your life. Because the, the reality is, is if you're not happy in some area of your life, then like there is nothing to lose. There's not a dang thing to lose. But like I said, the sweet spot is you've got to follow through. You've got to, it's got to be consistent action, consistent, consistent, consistent action, consistent, consistent, consistent action. Our life is a practice. You know, it's why I meditate often because it's a practice. It's why I practice eating healthy. Everything we do, we're practicing. Every single thing you do, you're practicing. So if you're gossiping, you're practicing that. If you're eating unhealthy, you're practicing that. If you're watching TV all night, you're practicing that, right? There's nothing wrong with it, but that's what you're practicing. Be honest with yourself about what you're practicing and does it align and does it move you closer to what you want? And if it doesn't, then you realize the parts of the mechanism that are keeping you in that, right? So like if you want to go to the gym and your, your thoughts start saying like, oh, but I'm tired. And oh, but I really don't want to. I could do it tomorrow. Or your body sensation is like, I'm tired. I can't do it. I want to suggest that you just become related to the mechanism. You start noticing your thoughts. You start noticing your body sensations. And then you act anyway. You just act anyway. And it's a practice, right? We're going to fail sometimes. We're going to be really successful sometimes. And every and the only thing that defines failure and success is failure is like a way we feel, right? That's it. It's, a, it's, a, it's all part of the mechanism. If you don't do it, then you feel bad about yourself and you start having thoughts. If you, feel, if you do it, then you feel successful. It's all in the action. It's all in the action. What we do creates how we feel. So when you take different action that aligns with what you really want, you get that. You get what you really want in that moment. You get aliveness. And it might feel risky. And it might feel uncomfortable. 
but I want to suggest that that uncomfort is actually your juice in life. And that uncomfort is actually what you're longing for because that's aliveness. So go out and take on your life. What you want is available right now. Until next time.